Hey guys, welcome to Screen Beans. This is episode 71. We're your host, Carolyn Chillick. And Jerry Wilson. And today it's all about Blade Runner. We're going to fast forward to the year 2049 <laughs> and talk about this movie. Yeah, and see what the future's not going to be like. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Any news? No, I'm done with news. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot that from last week. <laughs> yeah, there, there's no, there's there's no news, nothing for me to talk about that I care to talk about. Well, well then, let's get to this movie. Sweet. Warning: This podcast contains spoilers. Enter at your own risk. So, Blade Runner. We, uh, well, this is actually coming a week late because with the holiday, Columbus Day holiday last weekend, you know, schedules got wickety whack. So <laughs> finding out that this is a three hour movie, we're going to, we're going to have to see it a little bit earlier because, you know, we're getting old and can't stay up <laughs> to midnight to watch a movie. <laughs> so a little bit late, but. I think it, you know, it's just a week late, mm. so not too bad. Well, I, I think the world is, is waiting to hear our opinion before um, going and see the movie, because obviously it, it has not done very well, I guess. Yeah, I don't, I think a lot of these movies, you know, they're bringing it back, and it's, you know, they were big hits, but like Blade Runner, Blade, Blade Runner, Runner, um, I mean, I don't, I think it was, I think of it more as kind of a cult hit. I don't. I mean, I'm. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the box office was when it came out, mm -hmm. but I feel like a lot of people, you know, it was more of afterwards and video. You know, it was a popular movie, but mm -hmm. I don't know if it was a I, big hit in the box office. I can't remember. I could be totally wrong because I'm just yeah. Because the the last time I saw the original was in the eighties. Mm -hmm. You know, so I rewatched that one before going in and seeing this one, and I'm I'm. I, I'm glad I did. It's not like I don't think you needed to watch it to kind of figure it since they, you know, had the little background story stuff at the beginning that you had to read. Huh, reading on screen. I know, reading on screen. At least there wasn't anything happening while you were reading it. Yes. At that point. Yes. Um, so I'm glad I went back and, and watched the original. And this one, I mean, it, it, it felt very much like the original. Where after I got done watching the original, it's not I wasn't, you know, over the moon. Like, oh man, I can't wait to see the next one. For it, yeah, I was like, you know, it was it was good. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I don't think that it was you know fantastic by by any means, but it was good. I, I kind of liked the the story and the the replicants and all that because going into it. I guess I just thought that the replicants were kind of, you know, Terminator-y, where they were kind of robots mm -hmm. underneath and, you know, human skin tissue on top. Well, that's not it. I guess they're just, like... Uh, yeah, we were they're, kind they're, of like man-made humans. Yeah, man-made humans, but not clones, but man-made humans. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, you know, I... Saw Blade Runner, the original, somewhere in the 2000s. I think it was like when you could, you know, set up a queue in your Netflix and, you know, you got the DVDs, you know, mailed to your house. So it was in that time period of, yeah. so like what, mid-2000s? Mid 10 years ago? Probably. 12 years ago? 
So, I mean, I remember watching it because, you know, it's one of those movies that, you know, people are like, oh, you never seen Blade Runner? You know, being a Harrison Ford fan, you're like, man, that's mm-hmm. one of his best ones. And, I mean, it's, I mean, it was, I remember thinking, oh, that's okay. But I originally was planning on rewatching it mm-hmm. before this movie. I just never could get myself to, because, you know, I had to. Pay, pay the four bucks to, to uh-huh. rent it. Right. <laughs> and, um, but anyway. I figured you'd, I knew you had watched it, so I'm like, eh, he'll let me know if there's anything I need to remember. But, you know, kind of going in, you said they had that little history, because I remember the Tyrell company. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah. You know, and it's like some stuff kind of jogged my memory when I started seeing yeah. it. But like you, like you, I didn't know that they were man-made humans. I thought they were robots, mm-hmm. because usually are some sort of android kind mm-hmm. of technology. But, you know, with this one... They, you know, they find bones mm. and the only, it's like, did they only know it was a replicant because it had a serial number on it? Mm-hmm. Is that the only way you can tell that it's a replicant? Uh, I, I think there's other ways. Cause if you watch the original, there's other ways that they can tell that they're a replicant or not because of the blade runners and other people who can run tests. That's what happened in this with, with, you know, Ryan Gosling's character what was it K or Joe. Yeah, it was K something, some yeah. bunch of numbers. I'm just going to call him K because Joe's ridiculous. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> and, and so there's things that they could do to kind of figure out if it's a replicant or if it's an actual So like human. all the tests where they do like interlinked, that all that stuff. Interlinked. Interlinked. So, cells. 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 Yeah, all that stuff. They're figuring out all that kind of stuff. Except in the first one, it... Wasn't kind of it wasn't like that. They would ask them other questions, and they would check their response. They you know had something zoomed into their eyes so they could mm-hmm. see on all that. So, but sorry, I've completely lost track of where where I was going <laughs> with this. Well, we were talking about how you can tell a replicant from a human. Yeah, and I guess and and this it, watching the first one, like like we said earlier, I. I guess I just thought that it was kind of a robotic body with, you know, human tissue on it until this one kind of started. Especially and when they talk about battery life, you know, like yeah, that kind and of stuff, stuff. and stuff like that. I'm just like, oh, okay. And then, you know, this one starts and um, what's his name's character is talking about, have you ever seen a miracle? And Oh, was, Dax? Yeah. Is that Dax, the guy? Or, or Batista. Batista. Yeah. Um, talking about a miracle, and and, uh, and I'm kind of confused on this, thinking, okay, so because I guess the, when I watched the first one, and Harrison Ford was getting it on with Rachel, mm-hmm. that I thought that it that when I was sitting there watching it, I thought that okay, this is a robot, <laughs> right? That he's getting it on with, and then in this one, I kind of figured out that okay it's it's not it's a replicant it's not a clone it's not a robot it's just a man-made human and i know there's probably people out there like yeah you're supposed to know that from from the first one well screw me i didn't know (laughs) and i can't remember so but i guess overall the movie i mean it was three hours long did it need to be three hours long no no it didn't there were some like there's some things that they could have cut way short 
and tightened it up so it wasn't three hours long. Well, even it seems like they kind of drug out some stuff, like not even scenes, but just like it took them so long to get into a certain place. Mm -hmm. And we were watching, I mean, and a lot of it, I didn't think that we, it played any point in the actual Mm storyline because it ended up. So, you know, you find out Ryan got at the very beginning, Ryan Gosling is a replicant. He's a newer model because yes. the Wallace Foundation or whatever it is took over the Tyrells. When they went bankrupt. Yeah. And um, started building new replicants that now can be on Earth. And would obey. And would obey. They because, have to obey what they're told. Yeah, because in the, the in the first one, they were all the replicants were, were, off-world. were off-world and were no longer allowed to be on Earth. And if you came to Earth, you would get retired or killed by the Blade Runners. Mm-hmm. And now the Blade Runners are basically looking for the old models mm-hmm. that were part of the original Tyrell Corporation. Yes. And um, because they can't, you know, they don't have to obey. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're fighting. You find out Ryan Gosling. And then, so this guy, I guess he just happened to be the guy. They just kind of stumbled upon this guy because he was a medic. Mm-hmm. This is where this woman went. Yeah. To a medic like in the... Like some army. Right. And he's a replicant. Mm-hmm. Batista. Right. Dax. Mm-hmm. Whatever you want to call him. I don't know his name in the movie. <laughs> no clue. Um, I don't even know if they ever said it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, they, he sees this flower, like a dead little flower, which where in the world did this even come from? Mm-hmm. Because there's no anything. Yeah, man, Earth looks fucking miserable, doesn't it? Yeah, it is. Just bad. It's just dust, red dirt. Nothing lives. There's like no no animals. Mm-mm. It's like Wally. Like, and if there are animals, it's a replicant animal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why even stay on this fucking planet? Yeah. <laughs> Won't they all just leave? Yeah. Like, what's is there better off worlds? <laughs> I mean, at one point in this movie, there's somebody that said, oh, I, "I can get you, you know, off world papers or something like that." I mean, do you, I mean. Do you need to get papers to leave the world? I mean, can't you just say, you know what? I no longer want to live on Earth. Mm-hmm. I want to go to a, a nice planet that the whole planet looks like Hawaii. Mm-hmm. I want to go to that planet. Right. I'm done with this one. This is too gray and too dead. It's not even gray. It's I mean, like- it's like it's like Earth. Earth has become a gutter. <laughs> well, that's what we're doing. And currently it's like, turning it into. It's like a gutter for... Poor people who can't get off the planet mm-hmm. is is what it is. That's what it seems like because nobody looks like they're having fun. Nobody. No. Well, it almost seems like, oh, I mean, it's kind of like what I always say. I feel like Earth, or I mean, people are Earth cancer. Mm-hmm. We're basically Earth's T-cells that are destroying itself Mm -hmm. and we keep on multiplying and we keep on spreading and mm -hmm, (laughs) taking from uh, mother earth. Mm -hmm. Anyway, but that's too political. Let's get on, let's get on topic. But yeah, so basically, so he finds this, you know, he sees this flower. So of course, then he does this thing where they find a box and they find these bones and then they find out that it's this replicant and it's, Rachel. And along these lines, it's about the same time when I'm starting to figure out, oh, so replicants aren't robots. They're man-made humans. Mm-hmm. 
And one thing that I think every scene that has Jared Leto in it is pointless. Yes. So he is Wallace. He is the guy who purchased the bankrupt Tyrell, Tyrell Corporation. So And quote-unquote save the world? <laughs> save, yeah. So he... What what is he? Is he looks like he's had some so is he human that's had some modifications to himself? Well, I thought he was blind. Yeah. And so he had this implant. And it looks so like he, he has like multiple implants because his Like little, it's different things he can do or control. I think that's kind of to help him maybe see. Uh-huh. Maybe in different ways. Like maybe I don't know, they never explained it and they were in a different language, so And so, I, like you, I felt his character in this whole thing was completely point, like, pointless. Every time he was on there, it's like he really, you really didn't need him in this movie. Well, right, because I was waiting for it at the end to come back to him. Like, that would be the final thing is him. Because yeah. he's trying to find this replicant that was born. Apparently people know about it. Just nobody knew anything about, you know, they knew that it occurred maybe because it sounded like he knew he knew about you know being born like this rachel yes and it's like his whole thing it's like he is trying to make a replicant that can reproduce Mm -hmm. and and that's why i feel like he killed that one i don't know how he knew that she wasn't going to be able to reproduce maybe it's something with all those little camera things that he was hooked up to maybe and maybe he could tell from there that you know she's not going to be able to and i think i think that whole scene also was point i mean yeah it was point it was pointless i just just you didn't need that in there just another way to have put a neck another naked body on the screen Yes, we're okay. Which that that's that's one thing. Let, let's get to that after I, I go down this 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 other path. Leto, <laughs> do I'm not a, I'm not I'm not a fan. Not like I've seen everything he's been in, but I've seen this and Suicide Squad, and I have to say I'm not a big fan of his. I, well, I think to he me, always picks characters that are over the top to start off with. Yes. And you know, even the movie, uh, Dallas, Dallas Buyers Club, you know, his character was, you know, a person that was going through, um, uh, yes. Changes. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so that, I mean, that character alone mm-hmm. was a, kind of an over the top act, act, acting thing when I can't, my brain is not working. And so, you know, that character and then, you know, Joker definitely over the top kind of a character just personality wise and then this one also and so he kind of gravitates towards those but instead of playing them subtly he just i think it's also like what we had talked about his method acting his method because i guess when when i when i see him now when i see him now i just i see jared leto overacting mm-hmm. on trying to play this part i don't see the character for what, who the character is supposed to be, I just see this is Jared Leto overacting and mm-hmm. going way over the top with it. I mean, I, I mean, it, I mean, I see what you're saying, and yeah, I don't, 
you know, I don't really care for him that much either. But he, I think it's part of the fact that he wants to do these crazy characters because he likes doing that kind of stuff. But I agree. It's a little overacted. Like, mm-hmm. it's kind of like he takes them to the nth degree. Yeah. And then it's like, well, now it's kind of a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. It's like, and when Suicide Squad, I was, when we heard that he was being casted as the Joker, and I was like, oh, okay, great. I, I really want to, I want to see this. I want to check it out. I want to see how he does. And then you saw some of the the pictures and stuff of him being the Joker. I was like, oh, okay, this looks pretty cool. But then I watched the movie and I fucking hated it. And mm-hmm. I no longer want to see that Joker again. Like, yeah. I, I don't want to, I don't want to see it. Not that I'm. I mean, I would say Heath Ledger's version of the Joker, a million times better because it wasn't so. Yes, but it's also a, a different. I mean, it's a different Joker. Yes. Definitely different Joker. But when Heath Ledger, he was crazy, but he wasn't over the top. Like he wasn't overacted. N- no, he when when he Heath looked, Ledger, he, was, he I, I looked at him as though he was the Joker, and everything he said and did, I was I was right there at the edge of my seat. When Jared Leto was the Joker and all the overacting and all the shit that he was doing with the character, I was just rolling my fucking eyes. Because, I mean, I feel like Jared Lowe takes it, you know, it's kind of acted over the top, but he also kind of makes it a touch gimmicky. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. it's, let me be the crazy guy. Mm -hmm. Let me do, quote, you know, quote unquote, crazy things. Yeah, I where it's not like I'm crazy. I'm doing crazy things, so it's kind of just, and the same thing with his character on here. He's, you know, he's not playing a kind of aloof, rich billionaire kind of, you know, weird kind of guy. He's a guy who's, you know, doing the weird things. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I don't know, it's just kind of hard to explain, but when you see it, it's kind of like, it's just kind of like the feeling you get from it. I know. So, so he's on the screen with that kind of birth of a replicant and him talking to his number two, mm-hmm. the girl that's the replicant that pretty much runs the company, seems like. Jerry Little just sits in a room surrounded by water. Which was I, I, fucking ridiculous. I was sitting there thinking, I feel like it's got to be, it's got to Kind of be humidy, stinky yeah. in there, doesn't it? Because all the just that standing water just kind of around. Well, I feel like the people making this movie concentrated a lot on the look. Kind of, I feel like it's a little bit of the same thing that Ghost in the Shell, where they concentrated so much on the lighting and the sound and, mm. you know, getting you into this world. And cause like even the rooms where they have like the light and it's like the reflection of the water is the entire room. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like everything about the lighting and the sound was kind of unnerving, like trying to keep you like on edge a little bit because it's like, you know, with that moving water, it's just kind of like hard to focus. Mm-hmm. And then like with the sound, when they're like in the city, it's just like all of a sudden you get these, like, you know, it's quiet. And then all of a sudden it's like mm-hmm. this super loud and like, you know, yeah. this new city life is just, just abrasive noise. And, you know, then it has, again, the big hologram things where it's big, like huge nude. hologram n- nude. Yeah. Why? Like why, all of what? Why is this whole world? is all about prostitutes. I know. And then you have these big, huge nude 
statues in Vegas mm-hmm. that are, I mean, there's nudes everywhere. It's like Earth has gone to hell. <laughs> well, and it's like, I don't, I get trying to paint a picture, but it feels like they're almost just throwing them at you just to kind of make it more of a provocative kind of look. But it's like, I, I get it doesn't bother. I'm like nudity in movies doesn't bother me. It does when it's just flagrant, like you know, yeah, it's well, not needed. Yes, and it's not like okay, there's a nude statue or you know, there's something, but it's multiple, multiple nude one, statues. And, like, and then this is just another thing to make the movie longer. I don't need to yeah. see five of these. Him flying through As he's, five yes, of he's these flying statues. through five big, huge, giant nude statues. It's like. Who fucking cares? Like one? Who fucking I get cares? It. You know, oh, okay, that's kind of cool, one. But then it's kind of like, okay, I get it. And then, you know, it had but, the nude but woman. The, but the that, movie didn't need it. No, the movie it didn't. didn't need it. No. And it's like, even with that nude woman talking to uh, Kay at one point, mm-hmm. it's like, what point does that in the movie? It's just another excuse to have some sort of cool visual thing where mm-hmm. you're not adding anything to the story. Yeah. Like, I don't know what you're trying to, are you trying to see, you know, show that he's a real, like, you know, like a Pinocchio story? Like, this is a replicant trying to become a real boy? Mm-hmm. And then the whole hologram woman that's, you know, his love interest, you know. Yeah. Who's you know, not real. Not real. And then they do the whole scene where it's a real, that one woman, so mm-hmm. he can. Well, Yeah. And then it finds out, like, there's a whole underground thing, which they touch on it for five seconds. Like, why mm-hmm. couldn't this have been more of the movie? They touch on it for five seconds, and then they leave it alone. Like, they don't tell him who the girl is. He figures it out. They just tell her mm-hmm. it's a girl. So he now knows it's not him. Yeah. So, yeah. But. Which I thought, the if you get down to, like, the, the simple storyline of this, of. It gave you the impression at the beginning of this movie that he was the, the kid. The, the kid, mm-hmm. which I, I like that. Yeah. I like that. And I'm sitting there thinking, well, I mean, they kind of gave that away early. It's like, but on top of that, I didn't see that coming. I didn't see that this was this movie was going to be about how a replicant was going to be able to, you know, give birth to a kid. One because I thought it was a fucking robot. Yeah, but two, I just didn't see that that happening, and then kind of finding out that okay, well, he's the, he's the kid, mm-hmm. and as that kind of goes on, it you find out that it's not him, that it's that it's this girl, right? That is the child of the replicant, mm-hmm. which I thought that whole that storyline was cool. Well, I think a lot the of the whole, other some of the stuff was kind of I feel like the main storyline, I agree, was good. Mm-hmm. I think this movie could have been a lot shorter mm-hmm. and concentrate more on the main storyline mm-hmm. instead of having to show me the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I think it would have been a lot better movie. You know, the Harrison yeah. Ford, you know, parts with um like how they brought him in mm-hmm. and the replicant and you're kind of like Oh no, you're fighting your kid. You don't know it. And yeah. then all mm-hmm. this stuff, you know, you kind of, and I like that where mm-hmm. you find out, oh, it's a girl. And this whole time he was thinking he was a real boy. And yeah. really he finds out, nope, you're just another one of those replicas. You know, mm-hmm. you're. Yeah. So I kind of, in the whole thing where that woman creates memories, I thought that was cool too. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like they just drug it out, like, you know, having to go to the orphanage. 
and then they go to this desolate place and then there's all these people that are living in the junkyard and which is san diego which is san diego all of san diego is a dump and so they have these people attack him okay well then they immediately all get killed because you know the wallace corporation wants him to find this baby or mm-hmm. you know this person uh-huh but then the orphanage is there like okay that, it's just weird because they don't explain mm-hmm. who these people are. They're just people and where living. They, and where they come from. And what are they? Mm-hmm. And then there's this building that looks like it's just junk. And it's this orphanage that they're, you know, getting all these scrap materials and stuff like that. But, you know, it's like they have all these elements. They don't explain them. And then some of it's like, well, could you have just taken away part of this sto- part of this story? Like the people mm-hmm. attacking him. Because he was already heading to this orphanage. Mm-hmm. He didn't yeah. need to have him get attacked. Because then somehow he makes it back to police headquarters. Somehow, someway, yes, he Even does. Even though his car... Is ruined. Is shot down out of the sky. I'm guessing it's unflyable now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't so know. how does he get back? I mean, yeah, there's, there's a lot of that It's just like, you know, they stuff. kind of skip over a lot of stuff because they have to squeeze all of the stuff in the story. But then it just, it just feels... The story itself feels very slow. When you take it down to the mm-hmm. main parts... I like the story. I yeah. like mm-hmm. the main idea. The main yes, the main story arc was, but it's was like good. it just just polluted it with un- unneeded things, and then it made you like, oh my gosh! And then how, they extended how long the mo- yeah. is this movie? Because you didn't need it, mm-hmm. and or if you wanted to make it a three hour movie, there was a lot of stuff you could have done differently. To where you could have made it more interesting mm-hmm. and like explain things a little bit more. And so the way that this one's set up at the end, it's it's like they're going to do another one. It feels like it's it. like they're going to do another one, and you just get the sense that there's there's this big you know battle coming between those replicants that we saw, right? Because they kind the of end. introduced them because they were like some of those replicants are the older mm-hmm. models, and so it's like. I mean, you're, you're, seems like there's going to be a upheaval and there's going to be a fight that's going to go on. Right. Because I felt like they introduced those replicants, but then they don't do anything with it. No. Like they, you know, have, um, Kay kind of wanting him to join them Mm -hmm. and all this stuff. And yet then at the end, he just say, gets Decker and, and then dies. Apparent, or maybe he just lie, you know makes it seem like it because yeah, they keep talking like about your death for a good reason is a good death or something mm-hmm. like that. At the same time, you know, as as Kay took Decker to go see his daughter, who is the girl that makes all the makes all the memories. Because- so, so do you think that she really has a problem, like health wise, needs to stay in the bubble, or is that kind of like a way to protect her? Yeah, is that kind of something like. That people won't think anything mm-hmm. of it, you know. Yeah, she's got this disease, and she has to stay in this bubble. I mean, I think it's a way to stuff. keep people away from her, mm-hmm. as much as it is to. It's almost like you know they made that. I think they made it made it up so nobody can get close mm-hmm. because they'll find out that she's different, and then yeah. they'll find out. Oh wait a minute! You know all mm-hmm. this stuff about it, and so. Yeah, we, wanna, we need to dissect her to see what's going on. Why, why is that always option one for for humans? Yeah, we need to dissect- kill it. We need to dissect it. We need to figure out what's going on. Right. 
It's, it's not, not human, like, so who cares? Yeah, and it's like, okay, we need, we need to test you, kill you, dissect you, all this stuff. You just can't go on being what you, right. whatever you want to do. Your rights are gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how it is with anything different. we got to dissect it. <laughs> we can't do any kind of MRIs or anything. we got to be able to touch your organs. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> that got intimate. <laughs> yes. But, you know, overall, the main story, I think, good. Mm-hmm. I just think they added in a bunch of stuff, and then all that did was leave a bunch of holes in the story. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of questions that never got answered. And then Wallace, they don't even, I don't know, they don't wrap anything. I don't feel like they wrapped anything up in this. So, definitely feels like it's leaving you hanging. I'm like, after I've watched yeah, three, three hours, hours of this movie, I still don't have a conclusion. Yeah, and you, there's probably going to be, well, I say there's going to be a sequel. This thing bombed at the box office because this past weekend was the second weekend. I think it made $15 million. Mm. So I assume the first weekend made 30 some million. Yeah, did it even come in first? Not this weekend. The first weekend, I think it did. Mm-hmm. I think it, I think it made like thirty seven million. So mm-hmm. I think it came in first, but this one it only made fifteen, which I would assume this film has had some money behind. It. I don't know what the budget was for it, but you have Harrison Ford, you have Ryan Gosling, you have a ton of special effects. Well, and they have Robin Wright. I mean, yeah. she's a pretty big name. And I, mean, I don't, I don't know if. They brought back the oh, the guy who, um, you know, the old partner or mm-hmm. something. You know, they, I mean, he's not a big name, but, I mean, he's a well-known actor. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I guess I, I have no idea what the budget would have been for this movie. $100 million? I just feel million. like, you know, again, it's like they're paying for people and, and these special effects. But then it's like, come on, let's get a good, you know, you had a good story and then you ruined it almost. Yeah, you, you put a bunch of crap on top of it. Yeah, let's ooh, let's show this world. It's so desolate, and da 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 da. We gotta show this, and mm-hmm. and it's like uh, I don't really need to. I can still get the idea of what you're wanting to do without seeing a lot of what you showed. Yeah, so I, I so I don't know if there's even gonna be another one. Yeah, like, like, like is is the studio willing to fork up more cash, knowing how this one performed? It's like I, I would like to see it. Because you left us where you left us. Mm-hmm. You didn't sum this up as though this movie's nice and summed up. Well, I mean. Because I, I was like, man, this movie feels like it's ending, but there's still so much. But what <sighs> about Wallace? You know, all yeah. you did was kill that one woman very slowly while Harrison Ford drowns behind you. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, there's a, a guy that you're trying to save behind you that's locked to a chair. That, that, and there's all these water. So you pick strangulation first to kill this woman mm-hmm. and then drowning the two seems like slowest methods to kill someone yes and it took it took forever it took forever how long do i have to watch this lady gasp <laughs> while harrison ford behind you and then finally you can i, I don't know i just i just feel like just kind of just slow. It felt mm-hmm. slow. Mm-hmm. I've watched three-hour movies that felt like an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And I've watched three-hour movies that felt like five hours. And this was definitely a <laughs> five-hour feel. So, anyway. Time for uh, grades and ranks. 
Grades and ranks. Yeah, we can do that. We can do it. Grades and ranks. You, want, you go first. So wait, just give it the grade? Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I know. We, we can never remember how we do this. Yes, grade first. Okay, so grade, I'm giving it a D. Because I, I don't know if I would... I don't know. I'm going back and forth with C and D because I feel like if I never saw it, I probably would rent it because I like mm-hmm. Harrison Ford. I've seen the other Blade Runner. But when I didn't even really want to rewatch the original one and rent it, makes me feel like... <laughs> I feel like if I would have written it, rented it, I would have been like, man, I should have just waited till it came on HBO uh-huh. or something. So I think I'm going to stick with a D. Okay. Uh, I guess I'm going to give it a C. Mm-hmm. I I really like the main story because that's why I'm not giving it an F. <laughs> because I I I honestly did, I didn't see the whole because I, I was I was in on that Ryan Gosling is the kid. Yeah, I I was I was in it. I missed a ton of clues leading up to it. And then a little twist thing at the end when it, you find out who the, the real were, child is. You were is. exactly like Ryan Gosling when you go, wait a minute, it's a girl? A she? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I... I'm, it's not me? So that main story I, I really liked. Mm-hmm. And then I liked the uprising of the replicants. Mm-hmm. So and I like that. Some of the other stuff drug on. Some of the stuff had holes that I don't know if we'll ever get them answered. I don't even know if we're going to get the main story of this answered because it's going to need mm-hmm. a, another movie, which I'm not sure the studios are going to fork over cash to do <laughs> straight to TV. <laughs> but I guess I, I'm, you know, I liked it as far as the, the three hours. Yes, it was, it was three hours long, but I guess for me, it, it, it felt long, but at the same time, I guess I was fine with the pacing of it. Because the pacing of this was very similar to the original, where the original was just kind of mm-hmm. slow and kind of they took their time to get through things and showing people, you know, walk, you know, a whole length of a hallway to get mm-hmm. to you. That's just kind of what they, they did. So when I was watching this movie, it felt very much like the first one. So I, I, I wasn't like looking at my you know, phone or watch or whatever, thinking, God damn, is this thing ever going to end? I wasn't like that. Some of the other movies on this list that were like an hour and a half, yeah, is this thing ever fucking going in? It just felt long. So I, I was I was fine with that. So I give it a C. Mm-hmm. Long-winded C. Yeah, it's long. <laughs> I feel like I was watching Blade Runner again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think the thing is, is that, yes, it feels a lot like the original, but mm-hmm. it was made at a different time. Mm-hmm. Audiences have changed. You can still get the same feel without having to do the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you have to kind of learn where audiences are now. Mm-hmm. And and the movie needs to change with that. Keep the original ideas and the feel without having to do the exact same thing again. Because yeah. Well, I think if they if they would have cut out some of the stuff that they just didn't need, like Jared Leto's character and all the crap that he we we didn't need as much Jared Leto as as we got mm-hmm. because a lot of the time he was on there it didn't really do a whole lot to the story you've could have taken care of it in another way quicker way and then it's not a 3 hour movie you've kind of 
condensed it. And then there's some other things that you just didn't need to have, like the huge giant, you know, boob girl statues. Like we didn't need yeah. to fly through five of those things. And mm-hmm. there's just some things that we could have just yeah cut out and saved because it didn't really do anything to make the story better. If anything, it took away from a, a pretty good story that you you had, but then you poo pooed it, it with all this other with all this other junk and crap that you wanted to throw on top of it. Yeah. So. Yep. So, rank. Time for the rank. <laughs> Time for the ranks. Want to get to the ranks? Okay. Ranks. So, I guess we'll start at the bottom. I mean, people should already know this, but I'm going to try to go through it really quick. Uh, on the bottom, 15 is going to be Transformers. 14, sticking with Valerian. 13, Ghost in the Shell. 12, War for the Planet of the Apes. 11, Dark Tower. 10, that's where I'm placing Blade Runner. Okay, so just above Dark Tower? Just above Dark Tower. So then number 9, The Mummy. 8, Kong. 7, Power Rangers. 6, Lego Batman. 5, Kingsman. 4, Logan. 3, Guardians. 2, Spider-Man. And 1, Wonder Woman. So, I made it into the top 10, but still <laughs> in the in the Ds. So, I mean, The Mummy, you know, is another movie where, you know... It, I felt like if I had to choose, I would probably pick that one just because it's a little bit faster moving story and there's a little bit more kind mm-hmm. of action going into it. And I'd more likely watch that on TV than I would Blade Runner again. So anyway, your turn. My turn? Okay. So 15 is Valerian. Hang on. 15's Valerian. 14, Transformers. 13, Ghost in the Shell. 12 is War for the Planet of the Apes. 11 is Dark Tower. 10 is Power Rangers. 9 is The Mummy. 8 is Blade Runner. I would much rather sit through three hours of Blade Runner... Just because I, I guess I like the story. I like the story that much. To I would sit there and I mean, watch I that. I mean, I like the story, but there's no over. way I could sit through another version of this just to get this story. <laughs> so then it there's goes a lot of to fast forwarding. <laughs> it's just a nice, calm, easy, easy pace that just happened to take three movie, hours. I don't think I would say this movie at all is calm. <laughs> There was just something. There was just something about it for me as I was sitting or there watching soothing. it. Because that, it's like, hey. I mean, it's. I would say no to calm and soothing to this movie <laughs> at all. Okay, so eight Lego Batman, <laughs> seven is Kong, six is Kingsman. Hang on. I think you messed up. Yeah, I'm sorry. Seven. I was still doing my number go up one. Number (laughs) go up one. Where now I no longer have to do that. I just have to go across. Uh, Seven is Lego Batman. Six is Kong. Five is Kingsman. Four is Logan. Three is Guardians of the Galaxy. Two is Spider-Man. 
and one is Wonder Woman. Now, I haven't, I haven't something to say because we initially were going to do Ninjago before Blade Runner. Life happened, so we were unable to watch it. Yeah, so our original 20 movies this year has now been cut down to 18. Because we we didn't see Ninjago. Well, half of us didn't see Ninjago. And so, therefore, we also want to cut another movie because I guess we like a nice even number than an odd number. Well, plus I feel like this movie we kind of added in just so we could have 20. Sure. And then I feel like it doesn't really go with... I mean, I feel like we just added it in just to keep it at 20. So it's like, well, now if we're going to have 19, mm-hmm. I'd rather just take it off and just be at 18. But since I watched Ninjago. And that movie was Jumanji. And I I wanted to throw it onto my list. Just kind of a side. I'm not going to keep it on the official list, but kind of a little side note list of where I would put this. Mm-hmm. I would put this at the fucking bottom. Well, the thing is, is that, so we see uh, Kingsman, and Ninjago came out the same weekend as Kingsman. Yes. Well, Jerry goes to see Ninjago that weekend with his kids. So the next weekend, when we would go see it, uh, something came up where I couldn't really see it, or there was scheduling conflicts. As an adult person seeing this movie, I didn't feel comfortable going to see this movie I, I I mean, not like, I mean, I just felt like, oh man, I don't want to be that person Yes, going to see this movie. Now, you know, if it was both of us where it's kind of like, hey, we're, it's a group kind of thing, it doesn't feel as bad, like, mm-hmm. you know, Lego Batman and some of those things. But I feel like, I don't know, I, <laughs> I don't really didn't feel like as a, an adult woman going on a weeknight to go see Ninjago Put the best light on my life. But you, you probably would have been the only one in there. Well, so let me so go back to your. Let me get to Ninjago. So this is the uh, Jerry's uh, review of Ninjago addendum to this podcast. Yes. So if you're if you were a kid, yes, you probably loved this movie, and your kids did. My kids did. They thought it was great and funny. I thought it was garbage. I've seen it twice. I've seen that fucking thing twice. So you saw it once for yourself. And one's for me. There you go. Okay, perfect. So I've seen it twice. Both times I dozed off multiple times. <laughs> but together I feel like I've seen the whole thing because there was parts I did not see the first time that I caught the second time because I was dozing off. And yet I still dozed off the second time. The story to this was fucking ridiculous. The name of this movie is Ninjago. They are ninjas. At no point in this movie was there any ninja activity. Most of the time they would get in their giant robots and fight in those things. Now there's also a series of Ninjago. That series is hands down better than this fucking movie. So I wonder why they wouldn't follow the series. Because it seems like the people that would go see this movie watch the series. The series, the storyline in the series... Is great. They're also ninjas. They fight. They use their swords and nunchucks and all that stuff. And they're fighting. This movie starts off with them in their giant fucking robots. And that was it. 
It's probably because they want to sell those robots. Yes, it's probably exactly why they wanted to. So the series that's you know on Amazon or Netflix, or whatever, is much better. Now, is the graphics as good? No, it's not because they they didn't dump tons of money into it. So you, I mean, you kind of you know give or take, but the story is better. The story is much better. Well, I feel like that. You know, companies with cartoons, especially or animated movies. They love throwing movie or throwing, ugh, rewind, <laughs> throwing money at those things. Well, they don't need good stories. They just want to throw out something that kids will like. I mean, like you said, your kids loved it. Mm-hmm. It's just got to throw in some fart jokes and, you know, kids love it. Mm-hmm. And then they throw. So basically they just know they're going to get money from the movie because mm-hmm. people, parents are going to take their kids because it's Legos, it's going to be fun. I mean, the kids are going to want to see it, so they're. Mm-hmm. And then it's all about what's going to sell for Christmas. So they have this come out now. They come up with these seventy dollars Lego things that are going yeah. to be kids are going to want to build these huge robots instead of having the little men, where you don't need to build anything. You just have them fight. That's no money. Mm-hmm. They need something that they're going to be able to build, so they have to buy these huge sets. So, I mean, really, that's all this movie, I feel like, is is throwing money at something because you know you're going to get people to come to this movie. Because every, doesn't matter how bad an animated movie is, uh-huh. it makes tons of shit of money. It's a shitload of money. There's just trucks backing up Yeah, and then they, money. And all the no toys and what, shit that they sell, too, no on top of that. what, because mm-hmm. kids are, you know. What? Kids are stupid. Yes, and I would agree because when I was a kid, I'm sure there was dumbass movies that... I loved and thought were great that I'm sure if I could think of one right now and go back and watch it, I would think it's ridiculous. Well, yeah, of course, because I mean, That's kids, just, you're, you're I kid. mean, I, kids just need to be entertained no matter, I mean, but anyways, that movie sucked and it would be at the bottom of my list. I would much rather watch Valerian, <laughs> Valerian or Transformers Ugh. than Ninjago. And I would way, way, I would much rather watch the series mm-hmm. then watch that movie just because the story is much better and they're actual ninjas well and then also hearing you say that makes me even better that i was not a grown woman <laughs> watching this movie in the theaters by myself all right that's it but, that that's my addendum so now we're down to three movies left so yeah we just got the big three left i mean this is now it's like the rest of this year in movie reviews it's some big movies. I'm, I'm expecting these next three movies to be top fives on my list. Well, I'm expecting two of them to be top fives. And one of them, I think, already has hating, potential. Already hating Justice League. Hey, I didn't say it was Justice League. Pfft, I, I, can, I can just tell. <laughs> I can tell. I could have been talking about Star Wars. There's no way. <laughs> DC does not give me confidence. Nothing to do with the actual movies. It's just their universe does not give me confidence. I'm just going to love seeing my favorite characters on screen. I'm going to love that too. Let's just hope they don't ruin it with their gritty, dark DC world that they can't ever figure out. So anyway. It gives me feels. Mm, Gives me feels. So three big movies. Next up is Thor. Um, that's now, that's the one I've been looking forward to the most all year. 
Thor, Thor and Hulk. The Revengers. <laughs> <laughs> then we have Justice League right before Thanksgiving. Yep. And then we have the finish the year off with Star Wars. <sighs> so it's going to be a busy... Um, I feel like November and December is going to be a couple busy months. Yep. Between television, fall finales, and movies. Mm-hmm. And then you throw in two holidays in there and all the crap that goes along with that. So... <laughs> going to be busy so anyway i think that's going to wrap it up for us this well not this week because we got our tv reviews coming at you later this week um but anyway you can always find us online at screenbeanspodcast.com you can also find us on twitter at screenbeanspod and you can also find us on facebook friend us like us share us you know whatever makes you happy and you can also find all of our podcasts on uh itunes stitcher soundcloud tune in we're you know, wherever on the dark web you find us. So that's going to wrap it up for us. And we will be back later this week. Bye, guys.